It's that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know? Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick. So you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and say, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit poppin'. Lunchroom Chatter Podcast, baby. Yo, 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 what up? It's your man John and Show's back with another one, man. Hey, look, so, so look, check this out. It's been a slow fucking week in entertainment and everything else. So it's probably gonna be a chill episode. I still got some shit I want to talk about. But um, to let you guys know off rip. Um, I have the Patreon account. The Patreon account is now active. You guys can follow me at Lunchroom Chatterpod on Instagram. You click the link in my bio. The Patreon link is in there. And on that on that page, I'll have bonus episode content. I might have bonus full episodes. Everything is through video. So if I post a bonus extra content, it's going to be video content. A lot of you guys asked about video content. And the fact that I make these podcasts by myself, I invest, I buy everything, I do everything by myself. So the video content has to be locked away behind, I don't want to say a premium, but those who support above and beyond. I mean, $7, it's not really much. It's not a lot of money. Or you can support for $3, and that's just like general support. You know, just it's like giving $3 a month to support what I do. $7 a month, you unlock everything. And then again, if you want to subscribe for one month, you can do that and you can cancel whenever the fuck you want. But I worked all day today, man. I came home and I checked my DMs and I'm getting DMs about, because this morning I said some shit about Cardi B and Meg The Stallion's new single called WAP, which stands for Wet Ass Pussy. And I said that, to me it amazes me when I see certain artists speak outside of their music and they admit that they struggle with a certain identity that they struggle with, you know, depression or Meg Thee Stallion's case, you know, losing her mother and her father, you know, struggling with a certain identity to where she feels as if instead of being by herself in dealing with her issues, she has to mingle and be out and about and have to, you know, be in every circle as a way to not think about the real issues she faces. And again, this is not me making it up. This is the shit she has said out of her own mouth. And the fact that I said, you know, like when I listen to people like Meg Thee Stallion, like Meg Thee Stallion, she's talented. She can rap. But when I hear music and like every fucking song that is on your project is about how big your titties are. It's about you slapping your pussy in a nigga face. That's when I begin to have an issue with it. And um, as I said on Instagram, I understand the part, like the process in, and I guess her mindset when she records certain songs, because we live in an era now where you got to stay hot. You have to make content that is radio friendly. I'm not radio friendly, but radio like, radio has to play your shit. 
you got to make a song that catches on with the masses or, you know, for better, if you can somehow turn your song into a challenge, because if your song become a challenge, your shit going to blow up on Instagram, TikTok, and your, it's going to go fucking viral. So I understand why Meg Thee Stallion makes the music she makes in regards to always having a, a hot single that involves twerking. But my issue is when I get to the album, like the album content, the album cuts. Like so many artists come out with singles to where I hear the song and I be like, oh, the shit, it's, it's not really for me. It's like a lot of dancing and shit, you know, just some poppy shit. But then I hear the album of certain artists and I hear like meaningful content. I hear them speaking about actual shit on the album, but they use maybe two or three singles as a way to reel you in. But then once you hear the album, you hear the real content. You hear, you know, them rap about some shit that they may be dealing with in real life as opposed to, you know, the the glittery, happy shit that we see on social media. And like I can respect that shit so fucking much, man. But look, a lot of y'all took me saying what I said, I guess to mean I'm saying women should not have fun. Women should not twerk. That is not what the fuck I meant. And of course, I take event, like offense to that sometimes because I'm someone, like when I hear certain people, I don't care if I don't give a fuck about you. If I hear you come out on camera and say, I'm dealing with certain issues, you know, when when fans body shame me or when fans comment negative comments on my page, it bothers me. It affects me. It brings down my self-esteem. This is not me making shit up. This is what certain artists such as Cardi B, they've said this shit out of their own mouth. And the fact that they fans don't understand that shit is what amazes me. Because I take that as, yeah, look, we understand what you're going through, but shut the fuck up and make a song so we can listen to music. So they ignored the real issues that certain artists may face. But then God forbid they wake up tomorrow and, for example, you know, unnamed artists commit suicide. Everybody going to act shot. Oh, my God. Why didn't you tell us they did? But y'all told them to shut the fuck up. We don't want like we don't want to hear that shit. Make another song so we can listen to it. And that's the fucking problem. You can't call yourself a fan and then. When the artist who you claim to be a fan of admits to dealing with issues or admits to not feeling happy about themselves and you ignore that and want them to post a new single that you can dance to, that's the fucking issue. And that shit is fucking dangerous, man. But I just want to get that out of my fucking chest, man. But this episode here, this episode 40, I got some shit I want to talk about, man. Yo. Oh my God, I'm tired of walking through a fucking Atlanta and I keep seeing people with no fucking face mask. Coronavirus is still here, motherfuckers. If you go in the store, if you go in Best Buy, if you go in the supermarket and they tell you to wear a fucking face mask, just put a fucking face mask on, man. I was in the gym the other day. I went like 7 a.m. so I can avoid the fucking crowd and it was this white man going back and forth with the person at the desk because the guy said at the desk, he said, can you please put a face mask on? The guy had a face mask in his back pocket, but he is going back and forth with the fucking customer service rep explaining to him how he does not want to put a face mask on. 
I don't understand this shit, man. So fucking entitled. But this episode, man, there was a woman in Maryland named Rabia Ahmad. She was shot dead at 28 weeks pregnant. That shit is fucking crazy, man. And now, <sighs> health authorities, they attempted to deliver her child. And I'm going to get into that shit in this episode because that shit hurt my feelings. That shit hurt my heart. And T.I.'s daughter, I, I'm not sure how you say her name. Is it Zaniki? Is it Zanik? She told him that she was pregnant with her first child live on her new show on Fox Soul. That is when she broke that news to fucking T.I. It seems to me as if T.I. was checking the wrong girl's vagina. He checking Deja pussy. He need to be checking Zaniki's pussy. Shit is fucking crazy. Now, a story went viral yesterday of a woman who murdered her cheating boyfriend live on Instagram in Virginia. So we're going to get into that shit. And also, I asked a listener question on Instagram. The question was, if you meet a guy, he is great. You know, he does everything well. He makes you happy. You know, he goes above and beyond to please you. But the sex is fucking trash. And I got some good fucking replies in my DMs. So I'm going to read some of those. But um, I was actually shocked I got a couple good, great, mature responses. And also, there was this story is fucking crazy. There was a 28-year-old Georgia man who worked at a nursing home. He was arrested for the attempted rape of a 90-year-old woman. So we're going to get into that and much, much more. Y'all know I'm going to have a crazy story or two to always got to fucking give y'all. So stay tuned. This is episode 40 of the Lunchroom Chatter Podcast. I told y'all, man, it's not much to talk about this week. We jamming, though. I got a good show lined up. This is Tia London with Change My Ways. Tia London. Change my ways, maybe when I switch up to change my lane. Same damn girl, you didn't change. Had to break train, break them chains. I was always had to find my way. I'm grown, no longer wanna play them games. I got me, I can hold to them new niggas. Got me, I can hold to them old hoes. Right now, I can see the bigger picture. Got me smelling different than my photo. Well, hold up, hold up. Look, yo, ladies, if a nigga fucking you so good, he make you wanna change your ways. Like, how good is the dick? Like, if you've been stuck in your ways for about 20 to 30 years, even 40 years, and you're getting fucked so good, you changing your ways, you being nice to the people you are normally mean to, that nigga dicking you the fuck down, bitch. In the way I walk, it's all in the way I talk now. I wasn't looking for love, but you came and found me how now. You got what I want and what I need is you. I say you. Fellas, if you not fucking these girls to where they change their ways, your dick ain't good enough, my nigga.
your baby Man, I wanna build us a family I wanna grow and grow old with you All around the globe and see the world with you Out in Tokyo, Japan with you Out in London, out of France It was all in God's plans Put it all in his hands I took a chance Hang my jersey up Put it up in the stands Wave at the fans Wasn't looking for love I would play them how they try to play us Now I cheat it up It's about us, it's about trust, yeah That is Tia London with My Ways. That is all for Project 244 AM. But look, I'm going to try and dive through these topics real quick because um, at the end of this episode, I got some shit I want y'all to hear, man. So as we know on social media, it has been spoken about Usher versus Chris Brown. Who's going to win? I called up Queen E for this episode. I got about a good 20-minute conversation I'm going to tack on to the end of this episode. Well, like, we broke down what may happen in an Usher versus Chris Brown battle. And let's just say, I see right now, I can understand why Chris Brown is ducking the fucking smoke. I get it. Like, when I factor in and I think about, like, now me being older, like, a lot of Chris Brown's earlier records was, like, some teeny bopper kid shit. And when I put that up against... The mature grown man shit Usher was was throwing out there when he first started his career. A lot of, about a good 9 to 10 Chris Brown records that were mega smash hits. They fail. They lose when put up against Usher's earlier hits. But um, there's really no way to segue into this. But a Maryland woman, I believe you say her name, Rabia Ahmad, she was shot dead at 28 weeks pregnant. Let me let y'all hear the news story first before I dive into this shit because um, it's tough to talk about, especially when it involves a child. That a Wi-Fi gonna fuck up. Here we go. Come on. Deadly shooting in Howard County. Police say someone shot a pregnant woman. She didn't survive, but doctors rushed to deliver the baby, and that newborn is now in critical condition. WJZ is live tonight. Stetson Miller has the latest from police. Stetson. Max, that deadly shooting happened last night here on Dovecote Drive. Police were called out here after there were several gunshots reported in this neighborhood. A pregnant woman shot and killed on Friday at a home in Columbia. It was very scary. It was at least four or five shots. Howard County police say they were called to the shooting on the 6600 block of Dubco Drive around 11 p.m. When they arrived, they found several bullets fired into the house. They were loud. Bam, bam, bam. One of the bullets struck the pregnant woman. She was about 28 weeks pregnant at that time. 
so doctors were able to deliver the baby. Police have identified her as 30-year-old Rabia Ahmad. Medics took her to shock trauma where she later died. The baby remains in critical condition. Now police are trying to determine if Ahmad or anyone else inside the home was targeted. We're still investigating who is in the house um, and what the motive may have been for the shooting. No one else was injured during the shooting. Now police are asking neighbors for any information in the case and for video from doorbell and security cameras. To have a mother expecting a baby to be shot through her house like this is really a horrible tragedy. Now, just to say right now, I mean, it's already sad news, but to make sad news even sadder, there was an update about a day or two ago when the unborn child, which was previously listed as critical condition, that child has passed away. So the mom, as well as her unborn child, are now dead. Now, it's not really much information right now in regards to, I guess, why her house was shot up. But that shit is fucking insane now. Like, we love to say, and I guess my mom has said this, and even I have said this, that, oh, you know, I can't wait to get home so I could be safe. It's like when you expect, like when you get home, you at least would hope that you are now in your safe haven. But when you are shot dead, you are shot dead in your house. Like, what else can you do? Like, it's already tough being outside. But when you are also shot dead in the place... That you now call home. <sighs> Shit. It's tough to think about, man. And like the part that gets me is when I think about, you know, her family, her friends, her mom. Like even, I don't even know the child's father if he was in the picture. Because it made me think back to when my son's mom was pregnant. Like if that shit happened to my son's mom, like I don't even want to fucking imagine how I would feel in that situation, especially when she was 28 weeks pregnant already. So she was already expecting. That's tough, man. But to get somebody else who's pregnant, um, T.I.'s daughter, man. Daughter Zanique. She announced to him live on her TV show on Fox Soul that she is pregnant. Now, I'm going to play out a clip because, again, I'm a visual thinker. So when I picture this shit... Like, I'm picturing my future daughter, like, telling me she is pregnant on, like, a fucking public platform. I'll be pissed the fuck off. But looking at how T.I. was in the news um, about a year ago, probably less than that, for speaking about the fact that, you know, he takes his his other daughter, Deja, to her gynecologist appointments to, gynecologist appointments to check her hymen and all that bullshit. And the fact that Zaniki, however the fuck you say her name, she is now pregnant. So this is a clip of T.I. finding out he is now a granddaddy while live on her show. Man, I can't. Yo, YouTube Premium, I don't want you. Fuck, man. All right, I'll take the next one. I'll take the next one. Okay, my little secret is a picture. A black and white picture. So they playing a game and um another host read a picture read a word that says, My little secret is, and she showed the picture of a sonogram. And now, based off that, TI and everybody else has to figure whose secret this is. They gotta figure that shit out. 
Let's get back to it. What does that look like? Wow. Is that a, a, a sonogram? Oh, somebody, somebody got a baby. Rome, you got a baby on the Rome, way? Yeah. Why y'all, why y'all going to see y'all? Let me post it on Romeo. Instagram. I got baby Ooh. fever and everything, but why y'all got a point to me? They all guessing oh, it's Lil Romeo. Little, little No Limit Soldier coming? Wait, wait, wait. I want to know, Tip, <laughs> who tip? do you think? Who do you think this sonogram belongs to? Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, First of all, look, yo, if y'all could see T.I.'s face, like, T.I.'s looking like, I know it ain't my girl. So it gotta be any one of y'all motherfuckers, but it's not my daughter. Let's get back to the shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as uh, Romeo referred to the Bible earlier, <laughs> and, the, and the scriptures say, right, if you know who you ain't, then you'll know who you, you know is. Who you See what I'm saying? <laughs> so okay, so by process of elimination, I I know it ain't neat me. Damn. So I'm a, I'm gonna say anybody but need me. <laughs> I want to congratulate you on being the grandfather. That's all oh I gotta God. tell you. You are uh, now yeah, a grandfather. Like, okay, okay. Whoa, whoa. It's, you say right. It, it, it's it come again. It's it's me, pop. It's me. Yeah. That's what's going, that's what's that's what's going on in the mix Breaking today. News. Yeah. <laughs> the mix, the mix. Uh, is this live? <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. And we are live, so you know, uh, be nice. I need another drink. So you didn't tell them yet? No, this hey, is all the mix. Drink, Look, that's fucked up. But again, I don't feel bad for Ti. To me, this is payback. Ti, this is payback for you checking. Well, at least being with your daughter when she get her pussy checked. This is payback, motherfucker. But the awkwardness, because she said, look, dad, we are we are on live right now. So, you know, be careful what you say. Now, I do think it is tacky as, you know, the fact that she do has a new show on Fox Soul. So the fact that she knew, OK, I'm not going to tell my pops. I'm going to tell him live on air like she knew that that was good marketing. Now, I'm not really a fan of her using that moment as a way to market the show because I didn't even know she had a fucking show. Nobody else did either. So the fact that it has turned into good marketing, it's kudos to her team. But you don't break the news like that, bitch. You don't break the news to your, your pops. Your celebrity pops live on your fucking show. Let me see if, if T.I. says something else. It's the drink. Wow. It's the drink being poured up. You know, we want to oh save goodness. it for the mix. And, the, and a joint. Y'all heard it here. The exclusive, baby. All right, they ain't saying too much else, but that's fucked up, man. But again, Zanique, I understand because last month or a couple months ago, whenever the fuck it happened, T.I. was in the news for some bullshit. This nigga stayed cheating on Tiny. He was grabbing Bernice's ass in the fucking, the fucking dressing room. This nigga cheats about every fucking month. So it's hard to feel too bad for T.I., but congratulations um, to Zanique. Um, I don't know the, the father's name. It's a rapper. His name is Big Hunt Izzy or some shit. I know I'm fucking his name all the way to fuck up. Y'all don't got to DM me and say, well, you know his real name is. I don't know his fucking real name. But um, in Georgia, Lord help me, Jesus. There was a 28-year-old man arrested for the attempted rape of a 90-year-old woman at Southern Pines Nursing Home. 
Now this story is gross It's nasty This is from the Atlanta Journal Constitution I believe that's what it's called AJC Yes it is Um, A man has been accused of attempting to rape a 90 year old woman in July At a nursing home in Warner Robins The suspect, 28-year-old Leonard Raymond Francis Brown. He was employed at the place at the time. He is not anymore. The victim was a patient suffering from dementia at the nursing home. And I guess during the day of the incident, a shift supervisor had confronted Brown after the supervisor saw that the suspect was in her room and the victim's gown was pulled down. Now, after she confronted him, the suspect left. He left, he clocked out, but then he came back after he clocked out. And surveillance tape shows Brown leaving the room a few minutes later with the victim's gown in his hand. Now, video also shows the suspect Brown was in the room for about 30 minutes before the nurses saw him. That shit is fucking nasty, man. Upon entry into the room, the nurse saw Brown, who was the suspect at the foot of the victim's bed, with him, with his pants zippered down. The victim was off to the side of the bed, and her gown was open. I'm going to stop right there, because this shit is fucking nasty. Nigga, you a grown-ass fucking man, and you mean to tell me you 28. This is no shot at woman, but it is not hard to get pussy. It is not. So you are 28 years old. And you mean to tell me that. Either you have a fetish. You fucking sick. You psycho. Or all of the above. But you raping a 90 year old defenseless woman. Because I don't care how strong she is. Or whatever the case may be. And she was suffering from dementia anyway. So the fact that. You took it upon yourself to force yourself on and to take advantage and use your strength on a 90-year-old woman who probably didn't know what the fuck was going on in the first place. She probably let you do whatever the fuck you was going to do. And your nasty, dirty ass did that shit. And these are the kind of people who somehow end up living and making it through the day Every day. And then we have innocent babies that are one year old that are, as the previous woman I just mentioned, 28-year-old Rabia Ahmad and her child gets shot dead. But this nigga is, this nigga still breathing. Again, I I don't wish his death on anyone. But all I'm saying is that the world does not work fair sometimes, man. This is a nasty motherfucker, man. Now, my grandma, she died at 95 years old, and I could not imagine that shit. That shit is fucking nasty, man. But on Instagram, I asked the listener question. The question was, if you are in a relationship, right, you are in a relationship with a guy. He is sweet. He is loving. He does everything you want him to do. Everything. But the sex is fucking trash. What would you do? Would you stay? Like, how would you feel if this is the guy of your dreams? 
since you was a little girl, ooh, I want a guy to do this. I want a guy to do that. And you found him now. But now it's time to fuck him. And the nigga fuck you for about 10 seconds. And then, bow! Or he just, you know, he comes before the dick even goes in because some grown-ass men probably do suffer from, you know, extreme premature ejaculation. Now I got some good responses now. Let me see one response. Um, shout out to Trisha Newborn. She a big fan of the podcast. She is um subscribed on Patreon, man. Much love to you. But she said, I've stayed in a situation like that before. If it happened again, I would probably stay. Now, to me, that made me curious. So I said, that's a good answer. Why would you stay? Now, this response to me signifies the mind of a mature woman who can look past certain flaws and understand that, you know, sex may not be what you expect right now, but things can get better if you take the time to bond, to grow and become more intertwined or one with each other. So she said, because for me, sex is a big component of a relationship. Yes, it's important. But from my experience, that's something you can work on. Finding someone who really loves you and treats you well is hard to find. Let's clap it up for that shit. That's some, that's some grown woman shit right there, man. Because ladies, look, of course, like, I'm not pretending to know, but y'all know the pickings are fucking slim. Like, it's, it's really not a lot of good shit out here to where you find a guy, you know, who who can show you and treat you the way you need to be treated. Any guy can fuck you. You can leave right now and find somebody to fuck you. Find 20 guys to fuck you if you leave right now and go to Target. It's probably going to be about 10 to 15 men that try to holler at you, not because they want to be with you, but because they want to fuck you. So finding someone to fuck you, that's not hard. But like she said, and again, I quote, Finding someone who really loves you and treats you well is hard to find. Let's clap it up again for that shit, man. Talk your shit, Trisha, man. Talk your shit. Now, again, I shouldn't tell y'all this story, but y'all know I don't give a fuck, man. So, when I was, let me see, when I was, I lost my virginity at kind of late, at about 17, maybe early 18. Now, this was someone to where I, I lied. I was a guy. I lied. So she asked me, you know, how have you ever had sex? And, you know, of course, me being a man, like, I didn't want to say I'm 18. You know, I'm still a virgin. So I was like, yeah, nah, I'm used to having sex. You know, you fuck me. I'm about to beat your shit up. You know, like I was talking my cocky shit. I was confident. You know, I was trying to make her believe that I was this nigga that had so much sexual experience. Now, I realized that that was, a, that was a bad decision because it came time for sex. Again, keep in mind, I was a virgin. Let me drink some water because I'm a little embarrassed to tell y'all this shit, but I was a virgin, right? So it comes time to have sex. You know, I'm kissing, I'm, I'm doing my thing, you know. So up until, up until now, she believes, oh, this, this, is, a, this is a experience, nigga. He know what he doing. Now, eventually, you can only foreplay 
for so long because I was full playing long and shit because I was scared to, you know, for sex to start. So eventually I couldn't full play for nine hours. So eventually, you know, you got to slide your dick in. I put my dick in. I took, bop, bop, bop. I took three strokes. And when I tell y'all, I nutted so fucking quick, man. That was, <laughs> that was probably the most embarrassing shit ever, man. Cause like, I just felt her booing me. As soon as I fucking nutted. Now, like, she looked at me like this, nigga. So, again, boom. I slide in. Bop, bop, bop. I nut. I just felt like the whole fucking room was just booing me. That was probably one of my most embarrassing fucking moments, man. And, um, like, I didn't even tell her I nutted. I was like, oh, I got a cramp in my leg. Like, ladies, y'all know... Like, when a man comes early, he gonna lie, he gonna give you some bullshit. So, I told her, ooh, I had a cramp in my thigh. I went to the bathroom. I sat on the side of the tub for at least a good 20 minutes, man. I came out. I was I was embarrassed out my ass, man. After that, like, I just started, I started calling myself in my mind, three-stroke poppy. But I knew that there was gonna come a time when I had to redeem myself because, like, I cannot be a grown man. I cannot be 20, 30, 40 fucking years old still going around. Bop, bop, bop. I cannot go around and be three-stroke poppy. You know, eventually over time, with when um, you know, I was able to master my sexual experience, I became, you know, the man I am today. But I can admit, in my younger days, I lied. I gave I gave the woman some bullshit, man, and um my first ever time losing my virginity, man. I was three-stroke poppy. I own that shit, man. Everything I've been through is a part of my growth. It's a part of my experience. And it's a part that made me who I am today, man. Now, I had something else I wanted to talk about in regards to a woman who murdered her cheating boyfriend live on Instagram. But it's some shit I want y'all to see because I got to... It's a video behind it. Now, the video is graphic. It's gruesome. So I'm probably going to dissect that part as well as show y'all the video on my Patreon account. Again, you guys can follow me at Lunchroom Chatterpod. Click on the link and that takes you straight to the Patreon page. And again, I can't put it on here because it's a video to it. I'm going to break down some of the video in regards to what her motives may have been. Because if your man is cheating on you to the fact to where you believe I am so angry to where I run him over with a car, the bitch took off the car bumper, hit the nigga with the bumper, and ran over this motherfucker again. Now, the man eventually died. Now, cheating is bad. I can admit that. But do I think cheating is bad enough to where a nigga deserved to die from it? That's fucking insane. So if y'all stay, um, stay tuned into the Patreon account this week, I'm going to have an extra segment going up with that as well as the video. It's graphic. It's gruesome. I'm letting y'all know now, but that shit going to be on Patreon, man. But um, as I told y'all, man, I had a 20-minute conversation with Queen E as we broke down this Usher-Chris Brown hypothetical versus battle. So I'm going to play the shit right now, man. Whew. Again, you guys can DM me on Instagram at Lunchroom Chatterpod and let me know what you think. 
Do you think Chris Brown stands the chance battling Usher? Now, I believe he may stand the chance if you include all of his features. But if we go in individual song for individual song, Chris Brown going to get the fuck out of here, man. So this is the conclusion we came to. This is a 20-minute conversation with Queen E. Love you guys. Hello. All right, so look, the reason I called you up is so we can talk about the battle that everyone is talking about. That will probably never happen. And um, I believe that this battle will not happen because Chris Brown believes it is not a good look for him because he will ultimately lose this battle. So I made a list of the top 20 songs between Usher and Chris Brown. Now, this list includes no features and the songs on this list. I wrote them down in the order in which the songs were released. So we're going to start from uh, from the beginning. Damn, you good? You coughing? So look, we're going to start from this list. The first song by Usher is You Make Me Wanna. That's his first hit, You Make Me Wanna versus Run It by Chris Brown. Which song do you think is the best out of those two? If you had to pick between You Make Me Wanna and Run It. Mm, you Make Me Wanna. Okay, I picked the same thing, so that's, that's a point for Usher. Now the next hit is Nice and Slow. Versus Excuse Me Miss by Chris Brown. Nice and slow is a classic. See, it's it's tough. It's tough. Now, all right, the next one is My Way versus Gimme That featuring Lil Wayne. Mm. I got to go with My Way. I'm sorry. I was going with the same one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, so far we got let me see. Three for three on Usher. Maybe Chris Brown could catch up. Okay, where we at? Next, we got You Remind Me versus Say Goodbye. Oh, my God. I got to go you with Usher. Me. Yeah. It's... <laughs> he had a lot of hits when he first. And again, like, these songs are in the order in which the way, well, in which the artist started their career. What was that? You Remind Me, Say Goodbye. Next is You Got It Bad, and then we got Poppin' by Chris Brown. I still got to go with you. Yeah, I still got to go with You Got It Bad. It wasn't that popular. I mean, popping was good, but like it was just more like a teeny bopper hit. Like some of Chris Brown's earlier songs, like going back now, was like teeny bopper hits to where I can't yeah, pick it over. Really, yeah, I don't. Yeah, Usher I, was on his grown man. Yeah, I can't pick it like over how grown and mature Usher's music was. All right, but the next one is "You Don't Have to Call" versus "Water Off." Oh, I'm that's, that's versus Usher. who? Water Wall. That's Usher. I'm sorry. Who you got? I don't even know what. That song with Chris Brown is. Remember, so. remember War to War, the song where he was dancing? It was like War to War. You don't remember that song? Oh, that, okay. Um, nah. I go with Usher. All right, so next is Yeah by Usher versus Kiss Kiss by Chris Brown. This is, nah, it's it's still going to Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I even though I like, I like, um, the Kiss Kiss, that's with T-Pain, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I just, really that like song that was one, okay. But, I mean, Yeah was very I'm just thinking in regards to what song that still get played now. And so, who you got between them? I have to go with Usher. Again. All right. So next we got "Let It Burn" versus "With You." Uh, I burn. still gotta go. That's yeah, yeah. That's I still gotta go with Usher. All right. So Chris Brown still ain't got a pick. Again, these songs are in order. So next we got "Confessions Part 2. That was the hit one. Confessions Part 2 versus No Air featuring Jordan Sparks. Oh, my God. That's obvious. Confessions. 
Nobody was listening to no air. I mean, no air was a hit. Like I said, I'm I'm going off hits. No air was a hit. Uh, I won. I won bopping it at like. <laughs> All right, so look, so look, in this next round, like this is the round I feel is, I don't want to say kind of close. We got My Boo, that was Usher featuring Alicia Keys versus Take You Down by Chris Brown. I'm going to give that one to Chris Brown. I like, I prefer that one better. Who you got? I like My Boo. I mean, My Boo was good, but if I had to choose between the two, like, like to me. Take You Down was a nice, that's a nice song. I like take okay. Who you got? I'm tied between that one. I don't, nah, you got to pick. I like both. You got to pick. It ain't no tie. Well, what's it? I'll give it a Chris. Okay. All right. So next we got caught up versus forever. What's forever? <sighs> that song forever, ever. I got to give it to Chris Brown. I didn't like that that song. I don't. Remember that was Chris. that pop, that was that pop song that came out. I think it was like on like the Double Mint commercial. One of them current commercials it was on. Remember that song? It's Chris Brown's song called Forever. Yeah, you remember that song? I don't know that, so I'm going with Usher. Damn. All right. I mean, it, it was a it was a mega hit by Chris Brown though. You said Usher? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that song. All right. So next we got Love in This Club versus I Can Transform You by Chris Brown. I hated that I Can Transform You song. Um, you said Love in the Club. That's when he did that remix. Was that? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. But I'm talking about the original, the original. Hmm. I mean, I like both. Versus. Oh, I wait, can, what was the other? What was the other? I can tra- I, I can transform you. That Chris Brown song. Even, you know, what? I can't say I like. The song I think I, I think it was with was that song with T Pain. I can transform you. I think something like that. I don't I remember it off the top of my head, but I gave it to Usher. Who I you got? I can't, th- I can't even think of the hook, so I'm going to go on with Usher. All right, so now this next this next um battle, this is what you was talking about. We got Loving This Club Part 2 featuring Beyonce and Lil Wayne up against Chris Brown Deuces featuring Tiger. Ooh. That's tough because that, that Deuces song, that was a hit song, that Deuces song. I know, and I like the, and I like the love in the club with Beyonce. I mean, they they both was good, but I'm going to give that to Chris Brown because that Deuces, like, that made a huge impact. It's tough yeah, going like against the Usher case. featuring Beyonce and Lil Wayne because that, that was a hit song too, but Deuces did something though. So who you got? Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I have to. It's not going to say my answer. <laughs> you said who? Who you got? Deuces. All right, so next up we got "Moving Mountains" versus "Look at Me Now" by Chris Brown. Look at Look at Me Now. I didn't I didn't care. Yeah, Look at Me Now. Oh, you got Look at Me Now. That's who you got. Yeah, I didn't care for "Moving Mountains." Oh, nah, that's going to Usher. I mean, th- that's a close battle. I mean, "Look at Me Now." Yeah, it was a hit. I think it had Busta Rhymes on it, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with "Look at Me Now" because it's like that's when the time was changing, and I don't know yeah. what Usher was doing at that point. But um, I'm going with yeah. I don't know what All right, so next up we got Trading Places versus Loyal. I'm gonna give that to Chris Brown. Uh, loyal, loyal, loyal. I don't Remember that these hoes ain't loyal. You know. Oh, yeah. oh, the okay, the dancing one. Yeah, I like that one. You know, I like I like Trading Places too, but I mean, Trading loyal. Places was big, but like Loyal, it, it lasted a long time. I got to give it to. Yeah, that. that's what I was about to say. When you hear, I still hear Loyal. I still, you know. So who you got? Who you got right there? Oh, sure, Chris Brown. Loyal. I mean, but that's a slow. But Trading Places was a slowdown. Like, how can you? Uh, I mean, yeah. it's in the order of like the songs releases. So next up, we got Usher. Hey, Daddy. That was the Daddy's Home versus Chris Brown. Back to Sleep. I'm gonna give that to Chris. I'm going to Usher. Oh, you giving that to? 
Okay. I like I I like Daddy. I really like that song. Um, right. now, now, Back to Sleep was cool, but that wasn't my favorite, Chris. Now the next one, this was kind of, but again, I was going in the order of the song's releases. This is Lil Freak featuring Nicki Minaj versus Party. That was the song with um Usher and Gucci. I'm going with Party. All right, you're going with Party. I didn't. I like mean, the, I didn't like free. that song. I didn't like that song. I got to go with Usher. I didn't like that song, Party. Wait, how Party go? The song we know how That's to party. Da- that was that dance one where he was dancing in the water or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that I like song. Party. I like. I like. I don't know. Um, all right, all right. You said Chris, so I, I like gave it to Chris. Though. Yeah. So the ne- <sighs> this next one is "There Goes My Baby" versus "No Guidance." That was the song with um. Chris Brown and Drake. Oh, I like both. Of them. That's tough. That's I can't tough. Choose. Cause there goes my baby was good. No mm-hmm. guidance was I a was a mega hit. It's it's kind of still playing in some some states, but uh, I'm gonna go with. You Usher. said there goes my baby. Uh-huh. I, I gotta go with there goes there goes my baby. That was a classic. I cannot pick nah, against no that. No guidance. I still hear that when you hear that little intro. I mean, of course, I, I don't know of course, you still hear the song because the song came out recently. But there goes my baby. Versus no I guidance. Like both. Can you get both? No, no, you can't split the point. Who you got? I don't know. That's a hard one. It's I a, like both. I really like both songs. It's too. a hard one, but you got you got to pick. You got to pick. There goes my baby versus no guidance. I mean, you can't you can't miss with either one. Both songs were mega yeah. smash. And then you got no guidance. I mean, it, that's kind of it's hard because no guidance, like you said, is still being played. So I still rock to that. All right, all right, all right, okay. So if you had to choose one song to take with you on the island, "There Goes My Baby" or "No Guidance," it's the only song in your MP3 player. Which song would you pick? You can't take both; just one. <laughs> I can't hear "No Guidance" if I'm stuck on the island. I can't hear that over and over and over. But I can hear "There Goes My Baby." You hear it over and over on the radio. Come, you, um, got, you got to pick a song. Come on, you got to pick a song. Oh my God! There goes my baby. Is real like mature and real like you could play that at a wedding. Which song? Which song? Which song? There goes my baby or no guidance? I don't don't know. I guess I go with Usher. Who you? Usher or Chris Brown? Because like you sound like you want to go with Usher, but you sound like you want to go with Chris Brown. Oh, the call cut off. Let me call back. have reached the voicemail box of four. I shouldn't want to pick up the phone. Could make a decision now. She can't pick up the phone either. Hello? Okay. Yeah, I mean, the decision was that hard. The phone cut out? There goes my <laughs> baby or no guidance. Come on. Oh, my God. I don't, um, Aaron, c- come, on, come on. Come on. Come on. I have to give it a oh god um I don't know that one's real. So we we gonna skip we gonna come back we gonna come back to that one. So next is climax versus heat with featuring Gunner. I don't know nothing about heat. I'm going with climax. Yeah, I'm going with that. You know the song Heat. It's it's fairly recent. It's like eh, it was a hit, but I didn't like it. Now next up, this one is. I think I kind of know where you're going to go if you could decide, but 
We got I Don't Mind. That was the song by Usher featuring Juicy J. And then we got the one that's that's popular now, Go Crazy, featuring Young Thug. These songs, <laughs> to me, are kind of similar. But I feel like you're going to go with Go Crazy. But You feel like I'm going to go with Go Crazy? I don't know. I like I Don't Mind. Go Crazy, I, didn't, I don't like that song too much. I mean, yes, it's cute. Like when I see like little TikTok dances. I'm going with Usher. I'm going with Usher. I like I Don't Mind. Okay, now, now to jump back up, who do you got? There Goes My Baby or No Guidance? <laughs> like once you answer this Then I can tally up all the votes And we can see Well we we know who won the battle But I just want to see Come on There goes uh, my baby Or no guidance Come on I, Okay I'll give it to I'll give it to Chris Okay both Let's knock that, that out That I know that I picked majority. Okay let me see So for So for you For Usher We got 5-10 You got Okay so it's 14-6 You got Usher winning that battle 14-6 let me go to my side. Five ten. I got sixteen to four. So there we have it. It's it's not even close. Like I said, to me, that's why I feel like Chris Brown. Like when Usher's name is mentioned, like that's when he started, you know, posting all these these dumb posts about, you know, I only battle with myself because if they was to battle, it's not even close. But I mean, right. we already. I feel like both had their moments to where they kind of like, what was you doing? Because I think. Um, it was one point in time Usher did go real pop, and then it was one time where Chris Brown. You I mean, don't I mean, you, remember the album? I mean, I mean, I mean, you're right. But if the, if the, if it was like, but the, at the same time with longevity and how many hits that Usher has had, and I mean, classic hits that to this day you know all the words and you can still sing along to it. Versus Chris Brown, you might just know a hook and that's it. I mean, you're right. But if they having a battle and it's like you got to pick your top twenty I mean, versus your top twenty, Usher, it Usher, Usher. Catalog is way too. Usher's I mean, catalog is too deep. Song, it started earlier. Yeah, and he's been around. I mean, even though Chris Brown been around since he was a kid, it's like I mean Usher. Yeah, his when Chris Brown came out, it was too teeny bop. Yeah, it was too boppy. Where it was like he's playing it safe versus Usher was just pretty much mature. I mean, his it, um, song catalog to where it appeals. I would give it this. Usher will win because his fan base is is very diverse. Though, you know what I'm saying, you got older people liking Chris Brown, but they only like certain songs. And a lot of them, they're not going to know. Versus I mean, Usher, young and old is what I'm saying. And a lot of people know a lot of Usher classics, you know, even if they're young or not. So no, you're right, you're right. It's a guaranteed Usher um, between this two battles. Honestly, I don't know who Usher battles. I mean, and, and then to be honest, because if it was a battle, Usher versus Chris Brown, if that really happened, like Usher is not going to pick his pop pop songs that crossed over into this no, white. No, I mean, that, I that's think not going to be chosen. That, more so, that was more so for money. Yeah, you know, he's picking, he's picking his core like, urban but hits. He had enough albums to, to definitely, and he had a hit. It was always a hit. It was couple, It was like multiple hits on one album. So it was just kind of like that's his first round when you would give me the first round. They was that, that, that's what yeah, that's what I'm saying. Chris Brown out the door, even though I like those Chris Brown songs, it just was no comparison. I mean, that's what I'm saying because like a lot of Chris Brown's earlier songs, they were hits. But like if yeah, like for were. example, like like if if um if Chris Brown plays like let me see, give me that, which was a mega smash, but then Usher follows that with My Way, then Chris Brown yeah, loses. Like, uh, he loses. 
And then it's like even when you go to like Chris Brown's hits now, like Usher's earlier song, he had so many hits to where if Usher Brown, plays any of those songs versus Chris Brown's new songs, Chris Brown still loses. So it's I just know. It's tough. And that's why I said I, I that's why I was like when you mentioned the No God and thing. Although I love I love the Usher song, but I just couldn't I mean I'm like I, I do like no guy I mean now, yes I but like it's it tough to pick it over there goes my baby because it's, I know because it's, it's tough because I feel like there goes my baby I just gave that to Chris Brown because I already knew the result oh so, oh so so so, like, so that was like a sympathy pick that don't count it was I mean because I, I really do like no got it now yeah but I you like said I feel bad now, I don't know you know, I'm just saying I'm just trying to think like if I'm like older in my 40s or something like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean or twenty, you know, whatever the case, if in my forties, but I still be listening to No Guidance. No, so we'll, you won't. There you won't. There goes my baby. Goes my that's baby. a classic. That, like that's something that's you can play like I when you mop in the house. A classic song to where it's like you can appreciate it even when you're older. I mean, because so, Usher had a lot of mature. It, it's a lot of he had some grown now. music like from and the very young saying. age, and that's why I said Chris Brown. It, it just kind of knocked Chris Brown. Like there's no way I'm playing Chris Brown popping when I'm mopping the house. You know. I like him, I, but I know my like you would have gave this whole little scenario to my mom, and my mom would have went with us. She going with us? Oh yeah, yeah. If, if it was your mama, Usher, Usher win twenty to zero. If it was your mama, that's what I'm saying. She would have. She probably would have picked. Like, well, no, she. she no. What did she, she pick it? What did she pick it? I mean, any woman in a middle age is not picking no song by Chris Brown over Usher. She's not picking Heat by Gunna. She liked all. And that's what I'm saying. But even a young person. I don't know though. It, I, I guess it depends. All right, on the generation. Uh, okay, okay. So if your mama had to choose between Heat by Gunner and Climax, she's not picking Heat by Gunner. Exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, you know the song. I can't play the song because like restrictions. But Heat, Heat was a mega smash. But just there's no I way. Well, you you don't know Heat. Snack. You don't know Heat. No. And I know all the little radio look at the songs. I just I don't you, you know, know the song. You just don't know it off the top of your head. But like you know the beat, you know the music. You just don't know it off the top. Oh yeah, I don't. It's not coming to my head. And there's been times where, like I said, I've never. I think maybe it was like one album where I might have to get through a few songs of Usher. And I want to say it probably was the one with the most pop songs on it. Where I was like, I yeah, mean, but then there's there's albums by Chris Brown where I skipped a couple songs. Well, a lot of songs by Chris Brown. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Especially his recent his recent projects. You know, like when he had the the forty album. I skipped so many songs on that album. Yeah, I think I only like three of the songs. I want to say I probably only like three of them. That's why I think it's just a mismatch. It's a mismatch. It's a mismatch. Now, does Chris Brown do extremely well on features and stuff? Absolutely. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so look. Um, it, wait, wait, look. If you had to choose somebody that you felt was a good matchup for Chris Brown, who would you pick? Because we know it ain't Usher. But it got to be somebody that has, a, like, a deep catalog that can actually compete. So, because remember, it's a 20 for 20. So, you could have a you could have a great 10, but then you're going to get killed the other 10. So, who do you think can match up appropriately with Chris Brown? Like hit for hit, because it's aside from. I mean, I understand why people say Usher because aside from Usher, it's a steep drop off. You can't say Omarion. It's a steep drop off. You can't say Mario. It's a steep drop off. Trey songs. I, I mean, that'd be a good but matchup. Trey would probably, I mean, but, but I, he's a man. But Trey probably would win still. Um, I mean, if it's Chris Brown versus Trey songs, I mean, like just. Just like off the names, I feel as if everybody's going to rush to to Chris Brown. But Trey Songs, like if we was to really, really, really bring up like the hits, 
I feel like Chris Brown still wins, but the battle was closer than what people may think it will be. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that's a good that's a good matchup. Though. It's a good matchup, but, but I feel like Chris Brown wins that battle. Maybe. I mean, he does. Twelve, 12 but I'm to just saying, that's, I'm just eleven to nine, something like that. His caliber. I'm just trying to think of when. Yeah. His run, the same his run. They used to make the same kind of. You know, there was a couple of songs that Chris Brown did. You know. I mean, but then but there then was it, a lot of hot songs that were um, with Trey songs. So it just depends. I mean, There's, but then I mean, again, the I feel like, like if, if you factor in features from Chris Brown, then you know he kills Trey songs. Like if you factor yeah, in his features, I don't know. Trey got a good feature catalog too, though. I mean, but, that's I mean, gonna be tough. Depends. That's I, tough. I think that's gonna that's depend tough. on the preference. Of course, I'm thinking. I'm. I mean, yeah, Chris Brown would go more so, but I don't really know nobody who would be a good matchup for him. Honestly, I'm just trying to think of male think. I don't. know. I don't know. It's it's tough. That's a, that's a tough. I don't one. even know why you brought up Mario and the Marion because it's like they only got like five songs. I mean, I mean, because the other thing I seen, I think I seen Mario or somebody like wanting to battle Marion. One of them. People only know three or four of Mario songs, and that's it. I mean, yeah, but I guess he's like, a talented singer. But I mean, he wasn't. Blessed, I mean, Ma- Mario, hit. Mario, oh, yeah, Mario, like he don't have the catalog of hits to even go up against Omarion, to be honest. No, it's, it's I mean, not the same. Against Sammy or something, but against I mean... who? Stop, Mario better than don't Sammy, <laughs> throw no Sammy, in. stop. All right, all right. no, all right, no, no, no. All right, we gonna end it because you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna just throw Mario against Sammy. But I, right. no, no, they we done. We done. All right. Maybe right. Oh no, we done. All right. You ain't gonna just disre- disrespect Mario by putting him up against Sammy or Baby Bash or somebody stupid. Who is Baby Bash? Okay, now you. So there you have it. That was the conclusion that we came to, man. Like, I mean, we tried to find a way to give Chris Brown some points to kind of give him some kudos again. Like, the hypothetical versus battle, it's not a knock on Chris Brown. We know Chris Brown is supremely talented. You know, he's a popular entertainer. He's one of the best. But in regards to Usher, the nigga don't stand a chance, man. So thank you guys for listening. I'm 40 episodes deep. Can y'all believe that shit? And some of you guys have been here with me for all 40 fucking episodes, man. Like, seeing how things were in the beginning as I was starting out and still trying to figure out what the fuck I wanted to do up until now to where I'm, I'm hella comfortable. I feel, you know, like I'm in my zone. So thank you guys for, man, for sticking with me. You know, if you guys can let your friends know to listen and again, follow the Patreon page. You can find the link on my Instagram at lunchroom chatterpod. I love you guys, man. Stay safe. I know the kids go back to school soon. Keep your kids safe, man. Johnny shows out.